Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. So Roland, we're here for another episode of CareCast. Yes. Lots going on here this summer, kind of a crazy summer. A unique summer. I think when we look back on this summer mm-hmm. of 2020, years from now, we're going to be like, "Wow, what the what the heck was going on?" I know it's going to be like one of those, like you know, yeah. I guess '68 was like the summer of love, and right. I mean, this is going to be one of those. Yeah, yeah, one of those. One, one of the, those years. I remember what I was doing when, you know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think for most of us, it's going to be. I was doing nothing basically. <laughs> That's right. The entire. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't. I wasn't allowed to. So it seems as though we might have a new sort of pro-life advocate out there. Yeah. So Kanye West. Yeah, who's who's right at the top of your playlist. <laughs> yes, right, yes. right. Right next to all the progressive rock bands from the 1970s. Yeah. yeah I have Kanye West. Yeah, because he broke through. He's right in there. Yeah, right exactly. There. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I know. You, you are a Yeezy fan. <laughs> Some Yeezy so, listening. Right, right. Yeezy, that's very good. Yeah, very nice. So yay, as he, apparently he's known. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about his music, so please don't start talking about his music because I, I won't be able to contribute anything to that conversation. But then I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get me to shut up, it gets right? Gets me more airtime. Yeah, right. So so Kanye West has recently, um, I guess sort of as part of his bid to run for president, apparently, has made some pretty mm-hmm. public pro-life statements. He actually talked about how him and his wife had considered aborting their child. I think her name's North. North, yes, Northwest. I believe is the child's name. Oh, yeah. I didn't pick that up before. Yeah, yeah. Northwest, right? <sighs> so, mm-hmm. North, he talked. He, he talked very emotionally about how they almost, you know, aborted their child, and you know, he he also talked about you know the pain that abortion can cause and the strife that it's you know caused him personally, and then he kind of transitioned from that personal story into a more general conversation about how abortion is actually hurting the black community as well. Right, right, um, right. So predictably, when he kind of came out and made these statements, there was quite a lot of criticism. In fact, again, I, I don't really follow this that sort of celebrity news very closely, but one of the things that I had heard was that all of a sudden there was accusations that maybe he's suffering from mental illness. Now, I had never heard that before until he made some pro-life well, some, comments. Yeah, some people have said that in okay. other cases okay. based on some of the, the political stuff. But it yeah. it certainly is a convenient um, perspective that seems to come out um, at different moments. So, for example, you didn't hear it as much, for example, when... You know, he had his issue with uh, Taylor Swift. I mean, there weren't people who were saying, oh, he's got some mental illness issues, right? right. <laughs> that kind of a thing. And that, in right. a lot of people's mind, what he did there was, you know, kind of off the off the hook a bit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you didn't hear this big rush for mm-hmm. uh, for that. But now it is. And and, and, and whether he does or, or whether he doesn't, I mean, obviously, that's something that, that you know, only he and his, his family and, and mm-hmm. obviously his doctors know. But, you know, I think for me, it, it's sort of the, you know, the perspective is, you know, being it trying to separate the message from the messenger mm-hmm. uh, in some ways. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, so it's sort of like, you know, don't stone the messenger, consider the message kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I would say this too. I mean, I watched the video and how he was very emotional when he talked about, you know, the fact that his, um, that his, that his mother saved him mm-hmm. and that his father, and he got really choked up and I don't even think he 
you know, finished the statement. He said, my father was too busy and then he just got choked up. Mm-hmm. And it was very emotional. And like somebody, people look at him, ah, this guy's, well, I mean, you know, having a, a, you know, a perspective that, you know, bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh didn't want you to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, is a very emotional um, perspective sure. to come to. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, it's easy for all of us who are born, right, and right. alive and assume that we were wanted to sort of criticize somebody yes. for having that sort of perspective. It kind of reminds me of when Ronald Reagan said, it's funny that everyone who's uh, pro-choice has already been born. Yeah. Uh, and, right? you, you know, it's interesting because the, the, you, you tapped on something that, that I thought about over the years, which is this whole notion of wantedness mm-hmm. and how important that is. Mm-hmm. And and I remember, uh, and part of the reason that's so significant for me is that I remember I had to have a conversation with my older son mm-hmm. and tell him that he was conceived outside of wedlock. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of our story. That, right. you know, we got pregnant in college. Uh, and, um, you know, I've had a perspective of trying to encourage my, my sons to, you know, save sex for marriage and kind of the biblical understanding and that kind of thing. And I needed to have a conversation with him. He was probably 12 or 13 and we were kind of avoiding it and I was concerned about it. And, you know, what was he going to think and what was he going to say and how was I going to respond? And was he going to think I was a hypocrite? I mean, all these different things swirling in my head in terms of that conversation. And I still remember when my wife and I sat down and we talked to him. And we kind of gave him the, the perspective and told him you know, kind of what happened and how we had wanted him to live. And he, he listened, took it all in. And he asked me a question which I was totally not prepared for. And this was the question. It was pretty much the main thing he asked. And he really didn't say very much after that. He said, did you want me? Hmm. Wow. And I had prepared for all kinds of other questions mm-hmm. except for that one. Mm. Did you want me? Yeah. And of course we said, well, of course we, we wanted you, that right. kind of thing. Right, we're right. Kind of a bit shell-shocked. But, mm-hmm. you know, this whole notion of wantedness mm-hmm. is deep. And here it is. I mean, we, we loved him and been parents to him for 13 years and, and shown him love. But yet mm-hmm. in his mind, this whole notion of being wanted was so central mm-hmm. and so significant mm-hmm. that even as a 13-year-old boy, that was the first thing that came into his head. And once we said we wanted him, he was fine. Mm-hmm. Right. Now- you, you you think about that, how important being wanted is. Mm-hmm. And then you see Kanye and what happens there. And you say, well, it's mental illnesses. Then, look, this question of wantedness is is very significant. And and obviously, it's not just who wants you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, not just if, if you're wanted, but it's also who wants you right. as well. Right? Right. If you're wanted by all your fans, for example, but the people closest to you don't want you. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Sure, so I kind of, when I heard that, uh, and I saw his emotional reaction to that. Um, that story of my son really came back to me, came rushing back to me, and I understood what he was talking about there, mm-hmm. that whole notion. Yeah. And also, frankly, dealing with his own, you know, his desire. He was talking about the, that his, how his wife had kind of like, hey, hey, he'd wanted to potentially abort and, and how his wife was the same way. And, and here he was about to do the same mm-hmm. thing that had happened to him and then coming to grips with that, mm-hmm. yep. that, oh, my gosh. You know, I I almost made the same mistake that, you know, happened to me and what that means and how it would affect you to know that you've got this wonderful daughter Mm -hmm. and that there was a point where you didn't, quote, want her. Right. Um, Right. And how do you deal with that? Right. As a father. Yeah. You know, as well. So, you know, a lot of times I I, I think about this, like, you know, there's like a, a sane response to an insane 
or environment right. or an insane action or something right, like right, that right. I mean, or insane event or something like that like yeah. i would think that if you were struggling with wantedness being wanted and actually wanting bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh i would think that you might be having some emotional challenges sure. around that yeah. if you're sane right right yes. you have emotional challenges around that right, around right, right, that right, kind right. of thing right. you, yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah, it, yeah it's people that have you know yeah, that if you're not feeling anything in that situation, then that's probably more of an indication of a problem than Absolutely. if you are. And you know, and I, but I think so. I so I think the bottom line here is the reality that you know these are important issues, right? That need to be talked yeah. about. All of these things that Kanye kind of brought to the surface in in this talk that he gave. But like you said, people are trying to not have to deal yeah. with those issues and not have to talk through those issues and think about them and think about what they mean. By just sort of brushing it, oh, it's just it's just Kanye, you know, mental illness, you know, whatever else, to yeah. not have to deal with some re- very real issues that he brought up, uh, and so again, it's like you know they're they're trying to just shoot the messenger so that they don't have to deal with the message with the message, um, yeah, and so you know it'll be interesting to kind of see how this. Can, you know, unfolds going forward. You know how authentic and how deep felt mm-hmm. is this sort of pro life response that he seems to have now um and you know and obviously anyone who has a platform as significant as his can yeah. can certainly do a lot of a lot of good and so we're hopeful that 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 happens yeah no i agree and i suspect that he's been wrestling with this yeah privately for quite some time sure and that was in, in a lot of ways sort of a cathartic reaction to whatever but my sense yeah. is you know, when you take away all the, you know, the celebrity and the entertainment, all that stuff, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we're just people. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we're just people who are who want to be wanted and want to be loved, mm-hmm. right. and uh, and want and want to think of ourselves as being the kinds of people who want and love others. Yeah, exactly. And and that's and that's the core. I mean, that's what knits us together as humans. Mm-hmm. And right. that's also what knits us together with our Savior, right? right. right. What did Christ do? You mm-hmm. know, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, he wanted us. Mm-hmm. And yes. he's articulated by his sacrifice on the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things we talk about often is that, you know, you know, this whole notion about life worth sacrificing mm-hmm. and what he said is that our life wasn't one that was worthy, worth sac- sacrificing. It was a life that was worth sacrificing for. Right, right. And I think when you think about this Kanye's perspective, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're trying to model that that wonderful uh, aspect of love, that's the perspective that you have. And mm-hmm. when you don't have that perspective, it causes a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, 100%. because because what makes us human is is that we... We don't sacrifice the vulnerable for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. We sacrifice ourselves for the vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. And so when I think when he realized that his father potentially was willing to sacrifice him, mm-hmm. do you see how that messes yeah. with you? Sure. And when he, when he realized that he was willing to sacrifice his vulnerable daughter, mm-hmm. do you see how that can mess with you? Right. It should mess with you. <laughs> right, right. It actually makes you actually sane. Right, right, right. That that messes yes. with you. Right. Do you see what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly, yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. And so yeah. we just pray that, you know, again, as he is a, a human, a, he's a person yeah. made in the image of God, and we just pray that uh, him and his wife and his family are able to kind of deal with whatever struggles they might be having around that. Yeah. Um, so, all right, well, thank you, Ron. I appreciate your perspective as always. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.